This is Naptown Talk, episode 34. Today is February 7th, 2023. And today, Finn is joining us for some chatting. Yeah, Finn, Finn you got anything to say? Finn, you want to talk in the microphone? He's giving it a good sniff right now, making sure good his dad sniff. is using uh, quality equipment. Yes. Um. Yeah, so... Been a while, been a few weeks. It's been, um, it's been a little bit, but here we are. We're back. We took a little bit of a end of the season recess. Yeah, we we went hard in the paint during the season. We did. First until season the, wrapped and, up until the end, where we didn't care anymore because the Colts lost a doo doo butter game to the yes. Texans. But we wanted Let's, that. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let's just really quick. Let's just in a, in a few days there will be a Super Bowl played. Ooh. Let's just let's just cover this really quick. Let's Ooh. not even div- dig into the Colts. The only thing we're going to talk about the Colts today is the Colts' offensive or head coach position. Feels I like hope it's, it's offensive coordinator. I, 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 hope, I, I hope it's <laughs> offensive in this. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it uh, Super Bowl. All right. We were both wrong on the NFC team. Yep. Yes, you we correctly predicted the Chiefs. Um, I feel like the Chiefs dominated the Bills because the Bills at the end of the day just kind of ran out of gas. No. No. Okay. Pause. Do you Bengals. know football? You're yeah, right. We but we haven't talked since those the Bills Chiefs game happened. Bills Chiefs game. What? Yeah, dude. We potted right before that. Before the playoffs? No. It Chiefs was the... it was right after the first wild card matchup. Or Chiefs, wild and, card round. Chiefs and the Bills never played, bud. The Bengals went into Buffalo in a Bengals snow game. Bengals went to Bills. That's, Holy am... Does he know ball? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. He called me out. I um, I'm not gonna lie. I it's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah, but to be, yeah, we haven't talked since then. Um, that game kind of blew my mind a little bit. Uh, Bengals go into Buffalo, absolutely kick the shit out of them in a snowstorm, which makes no sense. I know Cincinnati is used to that weather as well, but that's like Buffalo's trademark. I don't know what this. I honestly don't know what this means for for the for the Bills. It's like they have this team, and they always have Super Bowl aspirations. But they're they're always stopping short. This time there's two stops short, and that's that's kind of it's it's not good. And I'm a big like Josh I Allen said, fan. I think Bills ran out of steam. Josh Allen had a injury that he's been dealing with for quite a while now, and I think it just kind of caught off to him. Well, this Bills secondary was absolutely depleted. Yeah, I, I just think the Bills. I'm going back to my original point. Just minus the Chiefs. Bills ran out of gas against the Bengals, and then I felt like the ga- the Bengals kind of ran out of gas against the Chiefs after that because I think injuries just really depleted these teams. Oh, yeah. So, like, it was amazing. So the more I look back on it, the more I realize, like, the pass rush of the Bills have really, has really suffered since Vaughn Miller got injured. And so you – Absolutely. So if a deplete offensive line, you can kind of get away with it whenever all you have is Ed Oliver and interior defensive linemen are harder to wreck games if that's all they – if that's, like, the only oh, thing. Oh, hold on now. In. Chris Jones. Chris Jones conversation that I think that dude completely beat the Bengals. Oh yeah. Let me go on a tangent really quick. Okay. I do know ball Andrew. Okay. Yeah. And I will say the Cincinnati mayor completely effed the chiefs. Oh yes. Effed the chiefs. We're we're, we're about two weeks behind here. So bear with us. We're getting it all out. Yes. So he effed the chiefs so hard that the chiefs were so mad at him. And then he did not mean to, but then he effed the Bengals. So, because he called out all those boys calling it Burrowhead Stadium. Like his official video was just absolutely like blood boiling if you're a Kansas City chief because he literally disrespected your stadium. And then he went on to say that Pat Mahomes needs uh, to check to see if Burrow is his daddy. 
You're telling me that's not going to light a fire under these dudes? And Chris Jones said before, I told you I'm getting on a tangent, okay? Stop opening your mouth. Listen to me. Close your mouth. I'll allow it. So going back into it, Chris Jones ended his presser before the game and said, I'll see y'all in Burrowhead Stadium. And then after, immediately just said, never, never, never disrespect Arrowhead like that again. And that dude played absolutely out of his mind. Your take of defensive tackles can't be game wreckers. Do you know ball? Because Chris Jones just absolutely dominated and led the Chiefs to a W, in my opinion. So Chris Jones was a top three defensive player in the NFL this year. Ed Oliver, good, dude. Ed, Ed Oliver was supposed to be up, was supposed to be up there, but well, well I was trying to saying defensive player. Did you say that? Yeah, he said Chris Jones is a top three defensive player in okay, the NFL cool. this year. He was yeah, an absolute game record. Um, but to your point, before I lose it, you can't talk over Stewart. <laughs> you can't talk all that shit before the game's even played for a conference championship. That's especially bold, a mayor doing it. Bold and board material. And I know Mike Hilton was one that called that coin Burrowhead. That's cute and whatnot. Like it's what? funny. You, yeah, you just, it's funny you just went in there and you lost. Like you talk all that shit and you look mm-hmm. silly. Yeah, you can't have the whole city talking shit like that and then go on and just lose like you did. <laughs> um, yeah, they'll, they're going to hide behind the refs. They're going to hide behind the refs. Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Yes, but you still lost the game. So, yes, agreed. You still, at the end of the day, you lost the game. So, so going, going back to the Super Bowl. Well, going back to my defensive tackle take real quick. Yeah, what okay. I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is, I think it's a little bit easier to play on the inside. Like so. They didn't have any edge rushers. Um, I saw about Greg Rousseau, who's having an okay year, but Ed Oliver is really all they had to plan for. Um, so you can kind of work with that game plan, right? Chris Jones is an absolute game wrecker, and mm-hmm. I'm really confused on how he didn't eat the Colts alive when we put out that dub against he the did. Chiefs. <clears throat> he did eat the Colts alive. It's just he also had that stupid penalty at the end of the game. True, that cost him the game. Um, anyways, going back to the bowl. Yes. Yo, Chiefs, my, cha- my take's still alive. You're, you're taking Chiefs? I'm taking Chiefs. <clears throat> you might want to stand up for this. To sit back down? For the first time, yeah, just to sit back down. <laughs> first time this season. Eagles. Eagles! Phil, them Philly boys, they got a tough defense over there. They got a tough, def- a def- tough defense. A tough defense, and their offense is it's got a lot of firepower, and they're going to bring it. Because Can- the next coach, uh, head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, Strain Steichen, Shane Striken. Gosh dang it. I was trying so hard to correct because you and I have been saying Striken. It's Shane Steichen. Steichen. No, there's oh, no very, R. Very we used German. to say an R. Steichen. So Steichen. Just... Our future head coach is going to lead them to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and Eagles, um, for the first time, I'm taking their side and they're going to beat the Chiefs. They're just going to be too good on defense. All right. So congratulations to the um, Kansas City Chiefs on their win. Yeah. Back to right? your side. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> no, I didn't. I, I know. But. Can I say one name? Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Tough defense, but you have a generational quarterback on the other side of the ball. Yeah. It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a real Patrick fun game. Mahomes, bum ankle, running for his life with a depleted offensive line because Hassan Reddick and Fletcher Cox is coming down your throat. Whoa. Whoa. So, those are two big can I say, dudes can I say another that I don't name? want. Huh? Can I say another name? Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he's always open. And he he's by the time his career is over, he's gonna be a definitive best 
tight end in that's ever played in the NFL. Why are you saying by the time his career is over? Because I know there's a whole his career is not over crowd, but the dude is literally the most dominant tight end of all time. So yeah, I mean, obviously, I, yeah. Go ahead. His numbers are just unreal. Like he is currently number two all time postseason um, touchdown receptions, and that's not tight ends. That's everyone. I think he's I. I can't remember the exact number, but I know he's behind Jerry Rice, who was a perennial. Um, and what? And touchdown receptions in the postseason. It's pretty good. Yeah, he's also played a lot of postseason games. Yeah, he, he has. He has played a lot of postseason games. Um, dude's always open. The dude is a walking ten receptions, hundred twenty plus yard game. Uh, every every game he's playing, even when he's not healthy. So I mean. I was you get, trying to. You, you got, got some, some stats. stats yeah, up. I was going to say you get some stats. But we had to take a little, little five minute break there, and I know you're pulling up stats because going going along, uh, I was starting to say some some stuff about Tony Gonzalez versus Travis Kelsey, and he's Travis Kelsey right now. He's good. He's got a lot of tight end records, but that man Tony Gonzalez played for a long time. He did play for a long time. You get the you get the career stats pulled up. Though I'm curious. He's got seven more seasons. Oh jeez! So that's a whole whole ass career right there. Okay, so he's it's played hard. yeah, literally twice as many games as Travis but, Kelsey has. But but that's so what I'm that. saying though. By the time what I'm saying by the time Travis Kelsey calls it a career, I'm yes. saying he will be number one. I know what you're saying, but I, I was going to argue that you can you might possibly be able to make that argument now. But after pulling up stats, like Tony Gonzalez is a dog. <laughs> so he twice as many dog. games. Let's just run through this really quick. I know we're going. This is Super Bowl content. We'll get into it a little bit. Um, so just remember, twice as many games. So a stat should be twice as much, but Kelsey's also, you know, a little bit older now. But okay, let's see here. Tony Gonzalez, two thousand pass targets to eleven hundred. Size important receptions. Here we go. Thirteen twenty five for Tony Gonzalez, seven eighty one for Travis Kelsey. So I mean, if you multiply that by two, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Travis Kelsey almost ten thousand yards. He needs thirty six more. I don't know if that includes playoffs or it's just his postseason, but that's kind of cool. He'll get 10K at that point. Uh, Tony Gonzalez at 15,000. So he's looking for so a little 5K receiving. Yeah, he averages 1.4 more yards per catch. He, very he? Nice. Who, who's he? Oh, T. Kelsey. Something very nice. Can, can, can you tell me touchdowns real quick? I'm just curious. That's this is the last one I'm going to go to. This most important Tony Gonzalez, 111 touchdowns. So you, you see the theme where it's half as many. Can you guess? Yeah. Can you guess how many touchdowns that Kelsey might have? Seventy-two. Got to go with your gut, man. Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Uh, you know, sixty-nine. I'll, close there. Close there. I'll, Told I'll you, my... got to go with your gut. Um. Yeah. So, so that's well, pretty solid. A big stat though: fumbles. Gonzalez only has six, and Kelsey has twelve. So you kind of see the reverse of the trend. But going along with what you were saying. If the career pans out to how it should, at the end of the day, Kelsey calls his a career, his game a career. I 100% agree with you based off of what we just looked at. Because if he we, plays seven more seasons, he'll be there. Yeah, he, he'll be past he's that. Put some numbers up, especially because you know Mahomes. he's got Pat Mahomes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. he's always gonna have Mahomes. They're not gonna. Kelsey's gonna. If the, if the Chiefs ever release Kelsey, unless if he's just awful. That would surprise me so hard that him oh, and Pat don't retire as a chief. Yeah, but you never know. And um, we and you see what Peyton's going to retire here, but and you yeah, um, you kind are. of you kind of look at a year where um, 
the Chiefs' weapons were like you were very uncertain of what was going to happen. He's like, oh, they know wide receivers were going to put all the attention on Travis Kelsey. They tried, and he had a fantastic year. <laughs> Dude, he's just so good. And the, the the Chiefs have a lot of weapons that you just want to think of. They're just all fast as shit. I think that's just the Chiefs' game plan. Well, um, Pache- was it Pacheco? Um, Pacheco. He, he would have been a rookie a, a, in the seventh rookie. or sixth rounder. That, that dude, that dude just runs hard. Yeah, he He's runs piss every down, and it's 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 kind of refreshing if you ask me. Yeah. Um. All right. So, kind of talk a little bit about the Chiefs. Let's move on to the Eagles real quick. Let's give them their flowers. Yeah. They made they made it to the damn bowl. We mentioned some names on defense. A guy that we wanted on the Colts. Oh God! Yep, yeah, Hassan Reddick. Jake, Jake brought up to me that that wouldn't have changed the season, and I 100% agree with him because our defense was not the problem. No. Would it be nice for going into next season? Absolutely. Yeah. But I, so I bet you, with how many like one score games that the Colts had, I bet you Son Rack at least gets us a win if he played with us this season. That, all right, let's get out. Let's get out of the Homer talk real quick, though. Didn't have, I mean, that's probably accurate because you said one win but that's yeah. not going to change the season i know I, I i let's get let's talk let's get away from the cold stock real quick because we can do all day about that i had to address that really quick um so not co- quite cold stock but let's um let's give a round of applause thank you to the titans gm who got fired who traded away one of the best wide receivers in the league from the titans yes it's a lot harder for the titans to rebuild when they're drafting in the middle of the draft and AJ Brown, their best player now, because I would I would crown him as better than Derrick Henry right now in the NFL because oh. Derrick Henry's on the decline. AJ oh, yeah. is right in the middle of his prime. You made a big mistake letting that guy go. Mass for, for who? Exactly. Can't even think of him because he's that irrelevant. Poverty, fr- poverty franchise. He's a rookie. What's his? I can't even think who they draft. With Traylon their, Burks. Traylon Burks. Thank you. Irrelevant. I wanted to say Drake London so bad, but I just know. Nope, that's he's on the difference. Yeah, different team. <laughs> um, pretty close to the Tennessee. Uh, let's see, Philly's r- Philly's run game is like a three-headed monster. There's not Why really. Why is Miles like... Sanders so good this year? Um, I, because the Eagles have one of the best offensive lines in the, and they have Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and they have Jalen Hurts. You know so what's like... crazy? I saw. I think it was a Chiefs starting offense. The only player is a guy that we just mentioned. He's the only player that they didn't draft. Oh, yeah, offense. yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the, do you say the Chiefs or the Eagles? You threw me Eagles. off there. Yeah, I might have accidentally said Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. That's my bad, Andrew. We're, we took like a three-week hiatus, and I'm, I'm trying to get back into it. You're okay? fuzzy. You're fuzzy. Yeah, J, uh, A.J. Brown's the only person they did not draft on their starting 11 on offense. Unreal. Yeah, so, all right, you got Eagles. I have Chiefs. I think it's going to be one heck of a game. Because Jalen Hurts is a beast, dude. You were about to get into that stuff. I predicted that in Madden. And I will say, if Dickie would have said something that, you know, maybe I said that Jalen Hurts was QB1 in fantasy this year. Maybe uh, maybe somebody said that. You want to know who's QB1 in PPR leagues, though? Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Hmm. You say PPR leagues? How would that that change? It's PS... Um, Jalen Hurts was not QB one piece of he had missed two weeks to injury. So sorry, three weeks. 
but you said PPR. Would that have? How does that change? Because I only know that stat for PPR. I don't know. I can't speak for like usage leagues or anything Points like that. Per reception. Like just the. You're just using the terminology PPR. I get you. Yeah. I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> um, I, I no. I would still. I bet Mahomes was beast, but Jalen Hurts is like scoring like a touchdown a game. It felt like so. Um, didn't matter in crunch time. Don't take this away from me, Andrew. <laughs> you know, punk. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's right. I saw uh, Cowboys are expected to franchise tag Mr. Pollard out there. So, fun Ooh, little fact. That's, yeah. a, that, that's a fun little franchise tag there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, you're the Cowboys. Do it. True. He finally gets his cap increased by $16 money. Million. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Um, and the bro gets his money. So, obviously, we're in between um, conference games and Super Bowl right now. Do you watch any of the Pro Bowl? Nope. Didn't waste any of my time watching any of it. It wasn't... Um, I watched a little bit of it. It wasn't like the worst thing I've ever watched. Good background noise. Uh, it's it's still dying. <laughs> so they're saying that that was more of a if if you hear a little holler rattling, it's it's my cat. He's a little hoe for pets, so he's getting some right now. Um, they said that the Pro Bowl, the reason why the NFL did that was because the U.S. is trying to push flag football as an Olympic sport. Uh, in the summer games and they want it to be in by the next Olympics or 2026. So, um, you, you, well, you're against that. You, I think it's just, I think cause countries have to push like a sport. I, I don't know if that's like something that has to happen, but the U S is trying to get it happen. You're putting a thumbs down, but it would be really good for the growth of American football in the world. Or it's the client football because flag football becomes all the rage. Never was going to happen. Um, yeah, just slap yourself in the face as hard as you can right now. Please. <laughs> Please. No. no, no, don't laugh. I want you to slap your... No. <laughs> yeah. I want all of our fans to hear it across the world. All the flag football fans. All right. Um, or flag football becomes all the rage. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> nobody will buy it. <laughs> um all right how does it feel being 25 you're so old oh my goodness all right so for those who don't know zach and i's birthdays are five days apart so for and five days of the, of the year this is the, my treatment old 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 we just happened to pod during it yeah sabrina sabrina she can't hear me she's she would call you old too if she could um all right, let's move away from v- football. We're both yeah, excited for the, for the for the Super Bowl. Well, not heading away from football because Colts head coach search. Yes, it, do I talk about it a little bit? Well, let's talk about it a little bit. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. I don't so, know when, but it will. I just saw eventually. a tweet. Um, it is about Ooh. seven p.m. tonight. Saw a tweet probably about around five thirty today um, from Mister Ursay saying, "We have news. We have finalists. Don't. It's not going to be coming in hours, but days." Ooh. Ooh, I don't know what the hell that I don't know what the hell that means. Days could be ten days, could be tomorrow. Like it could be, <laughs> it could be after the Super Bowl. About one Saint, million for, days for Shane, for our boy Shane. So when he says days like that, a normal person would say that Chester. You want to say something? A normal person would say a few days, but he just said days. Yeah, and it's, it's it's Uncle Jimmy. So we don't know exactly. He could be talking sausage days. I don't know upper quartile days. Something like. Just completely out of this world. So, hopefully, he means normal person days. <laughs> Agreed. Um, but me personally, I think we kind of, I think 
we can narrow it down to two people. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what you think. Um, they have Brian been blo- Shane Steichen. That's what I think. Exactly. Um, they've been blocking interviews for G- Gus Bradley, which leads me to believe they're going to retain him. So, oh, really? Where'd you get that? Made you believe that? Shut up, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I love when you say a stat. Or like a fact, and then you're like, which means, and I'm like, no, yes, like you said, or you say like it's your opinion or your belief that I'm like, yes, it it is your belief, but it's also just can a I have, fact. Can I can I can I speak? Do you want to? No, I, I'm trying to listen to you speak, but I'm. Just... Um, but anyways, <laughs> I was always kind of on the Raheem Morris train, um, because I thought he was he was going to be a great culture guy. Just get the dudes all fired up. Imagine him firing up Shaq Leonard. That'd be electric. That would be um, great. I agree. But I think that I think that dream is is dead. So Brian yeah, Callahan, welcome sources. to the Indianapolis Colts. Here's here's the thing. This is a theory that a lot of Colts fans have. It's not just mine, but it's one that I'm convinced on. If if there's no news by the Super Bowl, it's got to be Shane, right? Yep, exactly. If we hear anything like the coming days, maybe not the end of the week. Because they're not doing third-round interviews, right? That's, that is what has been said. I thought that was confirmed. Yes. But you know Uncle Jimmy. You never know. Uncle, Uncle Jimmy. Jimmy don't play by no one's rules, but his own. I have seen Saturday is completely eliminated, which is good. I did see that, but like it's I said, you but like I said, you don't know anything Uncle Jimmy's about to do, though. Uncle Jimmy could be like Frank Wright. I will give you a billion dollars to break that contract. Oh yeah, but I bet. Spe- speaking of Mister Reich, though, what would happen um, to Colts Nation if that happened? <laughs> oh God, I think. Probably a quarter of us would go to the Bengals. Quarter of us would just go to the Chiefs, Steelers, Steelers, the um, Bears. They got a new defensive coordinator. His name's escaping me right now from the Broncos. I know he's a head coach candidate for the Colts, but Panthers pose a legitimate threat of jumping the Colts right now for a quarterback. You think so? I do. You got two. You got Frank Wright, who's not a bad head coach, very offensive minded. Um, and then you bring you bring a defensive coordinator that has had a proven defense. You had a proven defense this year. Um, it sounds like they're trying to gear up for a run, and so they have the assets, especially from the CMC trade. Look for them to <laughs> look. Look, Chester's just like I love this. Mike Sand, <laughs> he's going for it. Um, look for the Panthers to jump to either three or one. Okay. I wouldn't mind if the if the Colts. So, is there any player this year the Colts franchise tag? I'm about to big brain jam you. Okay, mm, is it, mm. this is Madden. Madden twenty three controller. Here. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Colts don't have anybody they can franchise tag. They don't. Who would they franchise tag? Let me ask you that first. Bobby Okereke. Okay, that's a there lot of money. Go. So that's a lot of money, right? Yeah. But that's a guy that deserves to get paid that money after a season he just had. Mm-hmm. Franchise tag and trade. Tag and trade. Ooh! Little package around him. Throw in Kenny Moore. Throw in the fourth overall draft pick. Throw in... I don't know. Next year's third or second. See, Toss that out there. See what you can do. See what bites. Get that first <laughs> overall pick. Or third. It's going to work. I'm no Colts. This is for the Colts for the first. Mm, mm, mm. If we're doing all that, we're not doing that just to jump on spot. We're getting the number one overall pick. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. There, he likes those are two boys that he likes. It would make sense. The Bears do need that player. I don't 
The Bears have the most cap space in the NFL. You can okay. you, you can you can take a franchise tag with that. You can you can take on a franchise tag like that for one year, and then you can see if he works. That's going to happen, Andrew. Mm. I'm telling you right now, Dicky stamped, little Dick stamped. <laughs> Called a Bobby Okereke franchise tag. Kenny Moore packaged the fourth o- overall pick, along with another decent pick, not the number one pick from next year because I want them to try to get. Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, I know, right? I, I, I'm not sure. Let's see what you can do on that trade. I, I'm not sure if the Bears spot. touch anything that don't involve first rounders, though. When you're getting the fourth you know, no, no, pick. No, oh, sorry, sorry. I meant future future first rounders, though. And what makes you say that? I mean, I'm I'm willing to listen to this. Can I mean, you trade? Can you trade a 2025 first this far ahead? I'm honestly, I, I didn't. Are you sure? I, on that? I don't think you can. I thought I, you could maybe do two up to two years. I don't know. I think maybe the one draft is over. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't. I haven't. I. I don't think I've ever seen it though. Didn't the uh, Rams do it? Two future firsts to get Matt Stafford. Yeah, I don't remember if that was after the draft though. Can it happen on draft night? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a good. Uh, we gotta test this theory in Madden. Gotta test it out. Well, I can tell you what Madden <laughs> says. Um. Um. Do you want to talk about? Uh, you want to talk a little ball? Are we gonna go? Or are we just moving on from that? Yeah, because I have nothing okay. to back up my future first rounder pick, so I'm trying but to. There's avoid... my theory, but I'm just saying that's my theory. Stamp it. There's gonna be a package on Bobby Okereke. For the Colts, get that first overall pick. I like it. Big brain. That's, and that I way think they can draft that defensive tackle out of Georgia too. Yeah, was it Will Anderson? Uh, Junior. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's a beast. They said that he was like the biggest problem on that D line when all those boys are there. <clears throat> so all those dogs. So yeah, it, it, your defense gets completely Stop revamped ball. if you're the Bears, though. Exactly, which you need. And then you can focus on drafting weapons, and you literally I mean, get you, to, all that you get secondary, space. you get secondary linebacker, D line, exactly. Literally all three levels on defense. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So you're you're on board with this trade here, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Bears I, I, fans don't they won't understand it because they're Bears fans. And they yeah, don't because their P brains don't understand anything that don't involve four first rounders and a generational quarterback. Yeah. So that will be like, oh, that's stupid. That's a dumb trade. And then they're going to be like, in the season, they're going to be like, holy shnikes, this Bobby Okereke dude is legit. This Kenny Moore dude keeps doing this tie thing, but I like it. <laughs> Does that mean <laughs> you're out on Kenny our, Moore? i kind of been out on Kenny for a little bit now. Uh, yeah, I just little, just, a little I just feel like this season, I like him. Uh, I love what he does for the city. He's good to Indy, so if we keep him, that's cool. But I will say, this defensive change, I feel like he took a step back, and we might mm-hmm. not need him. And I think Blackman... Had a good tryout at slot corner. Exactly. Hmm. I, exactly. I agree a thousand and one percent with that. What if what if you flip that for Kenny not for Kenny Moore, but for Julian Blackman? Oh, that'd be tough, man. It, it, you you've been on the trade Julian Blackman train before. I have, but I'm I it, like all, the nickel it, Julian Blackman. He it, we discussed this before. He fit really well in that spot. 
it ultimately just it, it ultimately lays on the fact if McLeod resigns with us or not. It's more like we got Rodney Thomas and Nick Cross. So it's like, how much do we trust those guys? Rodney Thomas, trust him a lot. Nick Cross, we didn't really see a whole lot. They're going to definitely move on from McLeod. Really? McLeod, yeah. Uh, he played really great for us, but it's time for Nick Cross to step in. We we didn't waste a third-round pick on him for nothing. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but you were a massive McLeod guy during the season, and I was also really he was great. him. But he's also... I think he's one more year left. He's going to be a 32-year-old vet. No, he was a one, one-year guy. No, 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 no. I'm saying one more year left of the tank playing at that level. Yeah, but is it more important this next season? Because, like, the thing is, at the end of the day, next season the Colts going to be Super Bowl contenders? Probably not. Good chance they're not going to be. So would you rather have in a season that goes downhill again, uh aging vet or a young guy that you spend a third-round draft pick on? Yes, we're going to find out. Yeah. All right. Um, I will say, last thing, finishing up this little draft talk, because it's coming up, which is cool. Do it. The Colts need to nail this quarterback pick so bad. CJ Stroud, please. Exactly. Having a quarterback on a rookie contract is so, so, so huge. Unless you're Zach Wilson and you're just butt cheeks. Yeah, exactly. Um, We don't need to talk about him right now, but. (laughs) <laughs> it is so big that you get that rookie quarterback right because he can really help your – and, you know, look at Jalen Hurts. That's an example right there. The Chiefs ball are going to ball out. Exactly. Got and they the are going to win a Super Bowl probably. My That's my take. <laughs> um, so we'll see about that. I know Emily will be on my team on that. Uh, she will. So, yeah, ending that conversation. Go ahead. Let's um, talk about your boys. Your I had the worst s- birthday present of my life. And I got to sit in and – I got to experience half of that. Um, it was a good time. I'm glad I was there. But somehow we remained the number one team in the nation. So I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. I just uh, I hope this means that IU, uh, they're, they're still I, number. I, this, I, I told you this during the game. I would love. So IU already secured this dub. They go into Mackey, Purdue's number one still. IU beats them. Beats the same team at the number one spot twice in one season. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be eternal bragging rights for our life. It's not going to happen. I I don't think so either, but I also didn't think they're going to beat them in Assembly Hall. I always had that gut feel, and I was telling you throughout the first half, I always thought the Purdue was going to lose that game. You did. You were not confident. Edie that's can just eat, the Purdue way, and you know. Edie can eat all he wants. Um, Which he did. He did. He had a quiet 30-plus point game. 32 points with like 20 or 17 rebounds. Unreal. Ridiculous. But you kind of saw what happens. First half, our guards weren't shooting well. They're both freshmen. First time playing Assembly Hall in that hostile environment. Second half, they finally get a little bit of groove, and that's when they start pulling it back a little. Like they're pulling it back and almost. They start stroking. Yeah. So, like, that's the difference. And you don't shoot well. You turn the ball over from like a guard standpoint. You're never going to win those games. And that's why you drop 50 on our noggins to start the first half. Yeah, that was big. That that gave IU a nice comfortable lead to where, you know, you can play a little ball. You don't have to be too intense. Um, and they let them back into it, which is I not mean, good, pro- props but... IU. They came out, punched punched us in the punched us in the mouth, and um, we didn't react. It was great, yeah. Um, and I like I said, I really hope that Purdue stays number one, so that IU can go into Mackey and beat them. <laughs> mm. But I I do I am on the I am completely understanding that that's not going to happen. Never know, because we're both trying to play the opposite card and try to like manifest it and happening to what we both want happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
Interesting. Let's, I want to talk what, about something. What went uh, wrong? Like, I felt like the, just turnovers. Just the first half. The fir- first half turnovers in, killed in, us. On ex- inexperience. You think the inexperience of yeah. playing in that? I mean, imagine of... imagine you being like a, a fresh 18, 19 going to Assembly Hall when it's that rocking. I ain't a bitch. Might be rattled a little bit, but <laughs> but I also suck at basketball. So so um, yeah. So just a messy. The first half killed us because I think you saw what happened in the second half. I'm not sure. It was probably a combination of are you playing a little bit back, not back, like but I was timid. aggressive. Yeah, timid, and then Purdue finally getting some confidence beyond the arc. Yeah, it's um, really hard to get the momentum going your way after a first half like that, and then to maintain that momentum while you're on the road. Oh, 50 points and a half is ridiculous. So that's what I said. Dude, momentum, it's there. It's there. People Mo- don't understand it affects a game like crazy. Yeah, so props to IU. I mean, yeah, you got you got the dub. I mean, what am I supposed to be? Yeah, the rest guys how they get, get them out of the game. No, we IU is a better team than there's some complaints on that. And I'm like, I remember like because you know, I, I'm I'm an IU guy, but I'm not like uh I didn't go to IU, so like you know, it's like how I can be invested, but how invested can I really be kind of thing. Cause like I'm I'm a IU guy for sure, but not a whole lot of experiences there other than IU football camp and visiting friends every once in a while. So I, I am an IU guy, but I feel like when it comes to watching IU versus Purdue, I can be kind of unbiased because it, it is not that is not my diehard Colts team. Like you know, it's not the diehard IU team. Yeah, so. it's two it's two Indiana um, teams. I, I exactly. get what you're saying. So like I I don't like I will say I'm not a Purdue guy, but they are. It is a fun team to watch this year. Yeah, but watching that game, there felt like times where both teams were getting calls just drilled into them. Oh, and yeah. It didn't feel like the whole time it was just Purdue or just IU. It felt like the script kept – the script. Scripts. <laughs> scripts. kept getting – which is Thanks hilarious. That people thought that was real. That was, was hilarious. Like, <laughs> watching – yeah. Go Okay, moving on because no free advertising, so we already talked about you last episode. Um, <laughs> wink. Uh, so – I just felt like it was a pretty even called game. Now, were the refs kind of bad? Yeah. Do I think Trey should have got a technical? I'll be the first one. You you heard me right there. Oh, I thought I like right when that happened, I was like, that's a tech. They didn't call it. Super surprised by that. Yeah. And then well, Mason got like Mason's pressure got a technical as well. I don't think so. Well, I, that was a hard foul. It was, a hard, was foul. a hard foul. Okay. Um, I get but I don't think that was a tech worthy foul. No. <laughs> it was it was a good no call. It was a good no call on both ends. Just gotta if, yeah, play. I guess. If you're gonna call the Trace Jackson. If you call one, you, have tech, to call you got it exactly. One hundred percent agree. And they were just that's probably that's that's a good point. But it does remind me of a fun time my freshman year at Purdue. Uh, Purdue, now you were playing. It was Caleb Swanigan and Thomas Bryant. Is that is it, was that is it, am I saying yep. that? Yeah, nailed it. Um, it's Tomas they, actually. They called a charge and a block at the same damn time. Oh yeah, I remember that. And because that, that was the year IU beat UNC early on in the season. Yeah, and then they beat another. I think they might have beat. It might have been Virginia. I, I I'm not exactly sure, but there was another team that was that level. And then the rest of the season, oh, I think it was Kansas. Yeah, it was UNC and Kansas. I don't remember, but yeah, it was Kansas. Um, so they beat two top tier blue buds, and then the rest of the season they just chat to bed. Yeah, but anyway, so they called the, the medical charge block, and I remember being in my dorm my first year saying, "What the hell is this? Like, you have to have one or the other. You cannot have both." Um, so I think it's fair to say that Purdue IU is always interest. It's always interesting from a referee standpoint. 
It is. And it's like, does the crowd environment really affect it? I I think it does. It's got to. <laughs> it's kind of they're, simil- they're crazy there. It's kind of similar to the Eagles 49ers game where it's like, you know, the 49ers aren't going to oh, get the call. Because the refs want to walk out of Philadelphia alive. There's two <laughs> things I got to say. I wanted to say that f- neither Purdue nor IU fans reach the level of what Philly does. Oh, uh, I, I know. I, it was, but, it was- but going off to something, I do not. I think is the one of the worst things they could have done. The ignorance of Barstool IU laying an L on the Purdue monument that represents fallen students. Yeah. Um, Did you see that? I was kind of upset. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good valid. I was upset and I just told you I'm an IU guy, not a Purdue guy. And I, I, I'm like, how do you not do your research? Like it's fun doing that shit talking, but look at the monument and realize what you're doing. It's like, come on, man. You can't do that. You can't. It's a fallen students. Like we got, we both have a, a, a good high school buddy. I, you know, I, I knew him my whole life, but like he's one of those guys that was reflected by that statue. And that's not cool, dude. Like, come on now. Like, like it's one, shitty. It's, it's so shitty. Like, yes, Purdue, I guess a fierce rivalry, but it's, it's like, fun. You keep Make it on it the fun. Court. You keep it on the court. Yeah. You're going to do your shit talk regardless. Or maybe you do like a funny, like, uh, oh, there's a Purdue logo down there. Let me act. Yeah, like it, I just took a dump on it. Or, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's, keep, like, it's not serious, but that's that shit serious. Come on now. Just like uh, I just heard Trace Jackson reached out to Painter whenever he found out that Biggie died. Oh, that's I didn't hear that. I mean, yeah. So Trace Jackson reached out, like directly texted Matt Painter uh, when Caleb Swanigan passed away. And Painter talked about that in the press conference and said how he's a tremendous player. Not, I love that. You could see Edie, Edie and Trace have a lot of respect for each other. Yeah, and that's what and that's what it comes down to. I mean, you hate your rival, but you also got to respect them and respect their monuments for their students who passed away. Well, like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, because I know we were talking about this. Because like, we watched the first half together. Like, you you were kind of saying like, do you think Edie and Trace actually hate each other? I'm like, they probably hate each other in the sense that they're IU Purdue, but they probably respect the hell out of each other because they're both. The, they're the they're the top two big men in the nation right now. It's awesome, and it was a great matchup because it was Edie, they Edie both had a quiet points, but yeah. Trace had some flashy ass dunks and like well, yeah, he dunked it, one ball. The guy released it, and Trace was still at like the free throw line, caught up to it and just yammed it. Well, you said we'll um we'll see what happens on the twenty fifth whenever they play while we're watching hockey together. So <laughs> nice, that'll be fun. Okay, so um, enough uh, talking about Purdue L's, which I do like talking about. Um, it's rare. There's only two of them this year, so. Let's, let's continue. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do want to talk about something real, about the Pacers real quick. There you go. Um, nice transition into Did ball. you see that story about Ja Morant? Uh, yes, and I saw Ja's reaction to it, and Ja, he said, most of that's completely false. So I'm like, what do you mean, like, most? <laughs> Yeah, like, 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 like what? Like, what you mean? Like, what part was it? Yeah, <laughs> like, if, even if there's one part that was true, which part was it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what? That's messed up, bro. Like, and also, like, imagine like seeing the red laser get shined at your bus, and you're just like, the hell is that? And then a like, guy's like, I think that's a gun. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's pretty scary. <laughs> even the fact, like, I come on now. I don't know what's true. I don't know what's not true. Wild, wild dude, absolutely um, wild. And the Memphis Grizzlies are absolutely becoming the most hated team in the NBA, not even close. Really, can you explain? Yeah. What, act like I'm dude, four, the, and okay, okay, explain okay, the crayons and napkins for me. So, you got that that happened. John Rance 
Um, so he, he, I saw some stuff on him talking about today. I think it was a conference from a press conference from today. Uh, they were chatting about like them being on a losing streak and he was like crying about it. He said other teams are on a losing streak and they don't make the headlines. And it's like, bro, Ja, you're, you're a up and coming superstar. Like you're a beast on the court. You're going to be in the headlines more than a team. Like, let's say the Pacers. Yeah. The Pacers. Great. Great example. <laughs> I was, I was going to use a even more out there one, like um, the, Bills. the jazz right now or Bills, something. Bulls. <laughs> Bulls are still Chicago and you still got MJ. So, um, but yeah, yeah Miller, what about that? Uh, we're a small market, and so is the I'm Grizzlies. Just, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I know, and I you, the thing is, you can't say that and not have me banter back with you. Okay, it's because here's what happens: you get scared. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, you interrupted me. Yes. So Dylan Brooks, uh, there's another dirty play. Uh, so Ja was Ja was doing that. What I just told you, and then Dylan Brooks, um, elbowed. or donovan mitchell in the in the nuts and it was completely intentional like he was rolling and then he like he saw don was uh donovan was there rolled and then just boom elbow to the nuts donovan fell pick up the basketball threw it at him got up in his face oh i I saw that one it was and then also they were shit talking the warriors that's right the golden state warriors clay thompson and steph curry iguodala will um just punch you in the throat well iguodala was on the grizzlies for a little bit True. And then they pretty much are all punk. So this is where it really started. Good bringing that up. Ew. You don't even know this. Ew. So it really started because Iguodala kind of got banished from that team. And Iguodala didn't think very highly of him. And the reason why is because Iguodala, is a, he's a vet, and you listen to your vets, and these guys were kind of acting like young punks, young punks, which they still continuously are. So they, they talk shit. And that, it was funny because Iguodala switched over to the Warriors and then ended up you know winning another NBA Finals. So that was cool. Um and yeah, they just all started shit talking. That really started it. And you know, Dylan Brooks with that dirty ass play, and now Jaws being kind of a little baby about uh, people pointing out when he is on a losing streak. Uh, that's why. Because is there a, any other NBA team where you hear any really like, oh wow, like stunning headlines from? No, you can. You really no, exactly. So that's why. Well, other than four year old Andrew, other whenever um, LeBron James likes to tweet. Yes. Maybe it was me. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Kyrie yeah. to the Mavs is going to be interesting. Um, let me get my two cents here. Um, I don't know if that relationship's going to work with Luka Doncic. I don't think anybody knows how that's going to work. But the thing is, is they're both two scorers, so that's going to be scary. Yeah, who's going to get the ball? Luca, like I, I've watched. I don't know they why. Both can pass, dude. It's going to be. We're going. You're going to watch some nasty, nasty basketball over in Dallas. I don't know why, but I've watched a decent amount of Mavs games this year, just being at random bars and they're on for some reason. Mavs, big Mark Cuban fan. Yeah, apparently. Um, but like Luca, Luca, um, <laughs> um, Luca will like pass the ball and then immediately demand it back thirty like half a second later. You ever like, seen semi pro? Um, yes, but remind me of what you're going to say. It's just, it's, I can't it's, re- you're making me think of Jackie Moon, where you. Every time he passes out, no, no, back in, back in, back in, <laughs> out to you, out to you, back in, back to me, back to me. <laughs> like when he's in the post, post. No, no but that's but that's Luca though. Yeah, nice. I um, Luca. Every time I see him, he's scoring. So true. Yeah, that's so, like, it's probably good war- to have the ball in his hand. It's warranted. So like, I don't know. Also, I like the ad of uh, this is not my own take, but we can guess who's taking it is. I like the ad of Kyrie during the midseason because like 
he, he causes a lot of turmoil from the locker room. So a half season is a good amount of time for it to start, but not get anywhere. Nice. I get you. Well, maybe it might get the Mavs into a championship. Um, That's talking ball. Yeah. Is that when's all you got? <laughs> when's, the tra- when's the trade deadline? Uh, all-star breaks happening here soon. I think the Pacers have like five games left maybe. Um, are the Pacers going and to- in the trade deadline, I believe it will be either the trade all-star or the all-star game or shortly after. Hmm. But the fact that talks haven't really peaked yet makes me believe that it's going to be shortly after. Yeah. Do you got anything else for ball? Um, Sirs are struggling right now. They are. Tyrese Albert got hurt, which really went um, – the Pacers went on a little terror, not in a good way. Um, Miles Turner, good for him. Bring him back there's, two more years. Lego man. Big there's fan only, of that. There's only one – there's only enough room for one Lego man. In Indianapolis, and it's not Rodrigo Blakenship. No, it is not Hot Rod. Welcome back, Miles Turner. This is a Miles Turner podcast. I know I'm a fan of Turner. You are too, I believe. You're kind of just a Pacers. I do. Up guy. I do. Cool. Good. He's been here for a while. Yeah, it's just like. So it's good that we finally got a guy that's going to highlight his game because Turner's kind of been a beast. So I would like to see. Let's talk about. I'll give you some Pacers trade ideas really quick. Um, a big name is OG Anuobi. I don't know if I said that right. I'm I'm on the Raptors, correct? Yeah, yeah. OG Anubi. I think that's Anobi, something like that. Anubi. I should know how to say. It. I've said it plenty of times before. Not always right, but I'm saying it more again here. Um, I'll just call him OG because that's usually what I do. Obi um, Toppin? No, Obi Toppin because OG is a better player. Um, Dicky was pretty been dog before. It, well, he was dogging. Yeah, I was uh, whatever Dicky was on. Um. He was super hard against Obi Toppin, but he's also against Miles Turner. So, can I really trust? Does Dicky no ball? I don't know. This is, okay, all right, we can't. Oh, we can't no, 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 no. He's not on to defend himself, as he reminded me. Well, to um, be fair, he did predict the Packers go to the Super Bowl and oh, they God. make the playoffs. There you go. We can continue to bring that up. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Yeah. He wants to have Dick him down, and then he does that same episode. Yeah, good job. I- irony. I'd like a full uh, order, please. Ironic. Um, I would like to see OG. That would be a cool trade. Um, there's another big name. It's not Obi Toppin. I believe it's another young guy on the Raptors. And it's Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. But the thing is, is about him, he's good. Um. And I don't think the Raptors are going to let him go. But the only reason why he might is because I think he's coming off the bench. Um, I don't really pay attention to the, uh, the Toronto Raptors, to be honest. Oh, but I think he's coming off the bench behind my guy, Spicy P. So Spicy P. OG or Scotty Barnes are the two guys we're getting linked to because they both have said that they're willing to deal. Pacers got three first rounders. If this team is going in the direction of where I think they're going, Big if you teams. get one more, if if you don't need those three first round draft picks, I I, I want them to trade to find a guy. Um, let's go for Scotty Barnes if he's available. If not, I'll settle for OG. But we need a young piece that has had some experience in the league to just plug in and play, and get us to a team that can compete. Nice. 
I'm a Buddy Healed guy, by the way. I I don't want anything happening to Buddy Healed for a little t- while, and I don't. I hope don't Buddy stays here. Don't touch him because he's a beast, dude. Absolute beast. So that's talking ball. That's talking ball. We talked a lot of more ball. We talked a lot of ball today. We're due. We're due for some ball talk. We're due, and more oh, ball talk to more uh, more ball no. talk to come. No, we're, that's not our segment name. <laughs> that, and that's uh, is that talking talk, ball talk. Ball talk. Uh, ball talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> expect more to come, especially if Mark Madness right around the corner. You can hear and... the CBS time in the background. Mm. Mm, mm. This time I won't pick the Iowa Hawkeyes to win a national championship. Oh, see, you were drinking that Kool Aid of whoever won the Big Ten championship was going to go uh-huh. Uh-huh. far in the tournament. Mm, mm, mm. Don't drink that no, Kool Aid, brother. I'm not drinking that Kool Aid. I need to stop drinking Kool Aid, man. My stomach hurts too much sugar. Uh, my, my stomach. They do have his twin brother. Yeah, I saw. So I don't know. Maybe I might talk myself into it. No, I'm just Iowa uh, Hawkeyes. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be aren't even nice ranked. Spicy coming up here. Colts head coach. Hopefully by the next pod, we we know who that is. Who's that? It. Who is it? it? Who it is? Andrew. Who it is? And that's ball talking. Come on. No, tell me right now. Who do you think the Colts head coach would be? Brian Callahan. I'd be happy with that. But just for funs, Shane Steichen. That's too much an Eagle OC. Super Bowl tech. <laughs> because that was right when he like, didn't. I was right. Reich, yeah. Deja vu, right? Deja vu. Deja vu, right? But maybe this will work this time because we'll have a quarterback of the future on our team. CJ Stroud. Boom. I'll drop you with that. Boom. Talk to you hey, later. We are in the process really. No, really quick. Ooh. I'll just plug this really quick. We're in the process of making merch. It's already made. It's out there. We're just trying to get costs down, so we're working on it. It's it's in it's it's closer to it's ever been. The product's pretty cool. We'll release it soon, but we just got to make sure that we are good with how much it costs shipping. That's pretty much number one thing. We just got to get shipping down. Good prices. We're just trying to make them better for you guys. Oh, and we'll that, drop it on Twitter. That's get all ready. I say. Yeah, look for Twitter, Instagram. It'll be there. Etsy, find us. We'll find be us. out there. Hey, thanks for chatting today. And thanks for chatting today. Bye. Catch you you later. Deuces.